Um, like if somebody sprinkles you or fully dunks you, like I don't think that one person is more baptized than the other person. Howdy, I'm Jason. And I'm Riley. And welcome to the Meet the McCallisters podcast, where we are trying to create tribes of people who want a deeper relationship with Christ and his church. And in this week's video, we are talking about what is baptism. All right, so baptism. Physically speaking, it's fairly obvious for most people. You're either being fully immersed in water, right? They're dunking you. If they don't like you, maybe holding you under a little bit longer than you'd like. Or if you're coming from maybe a higher church background or faith tradition, you're getting like, well, sometimes they do full baptisms or like pour, you know, they pour mm -hmm. the cup water. on you. Or maybe you were baptized as an infant. I was yeah. I pretty sure I was baptized as a baby in the Lutheran church. I don't really know. Family history is kind of weird. Everybody knows, okay, yeah, that's what baptism is. But what do we believe baptism is what is going on when somebody is baptized i mean physically i think it's just exactly what jason explained i used to be this person that was like you've got to be fully immersed in water if you're not fully immersed in water pinky toes sticking out it's getting chopped off because right. it's not really a christian right. you know but like i i don't think that necessarily now like i think as long as we're coming to the same understanding of what spiritually baptism is then i don't think the way or the means that we're getting there is as big of a deal now i'm gonna get hate for that but that is that is truly, I think, our conviction in it. I mean, when you read through like the early church fathers and stuff, everybody had disagreements on mm, how to be baptized. Yeah. And you know what? It usually came down to where you lived. The people who lived by lots of water said, yeah, you got to get fully immersed. The people who lived in deserts were like, mm, we could just sprinkle. <laughs> you know, like, we don't need to use all of our drinking so water. So <laughs> it's, it's just about the heart. Are you trying to... Yeah the best you can baptize yeah. the person. Spiritually, going back to that, what do you think that is actually happening? What do you think scripture says that's happening when we are baptizing somebody in the name of you know, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Yeah, okay. So first of all, that's important. I think it should be in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Because... And you see it both ways in scripture. You see it in Acts. It says, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then other times it says, just baptize them in Jesus' names. I think this is just going to come back to that thing of like, we could have an argument about which way you're going to do it, but let, let's talk about like what's actually happening in the spiritual realm. In Romans 6, 1 through 11, and Colossians 2, I think it's verses 6 through 15, Paul goes in and he actually describes what baptism is. Mm -hmm. Like he, he gives a description of it and he basically says, when you're being baptized, you are dying with Christ. You're being crucified with Christ. Mm -hmm. You're being buried with him and raised again with him. And I used to read those and just go, well, that's cool that that's, that's what's happening. But now I read those and I'm like, Paul's not just saying that for fanfare. Right. Yeah. He's not just joking or or not. I'm not. That's not the right word. He's not just saying this is what it represents. He is saying and, and this is what it represents. But he is saying when you get baptized, this is what is happening. You are literally dying with Christ, being buried with him and raised again. Now, before anybody jumps on the train of. So you say people have to get baptized to be safe. I'm not saying that the guy, you know, the thief on the cross, Jesus looked at him and said, today you will be with me in paradise. He's God. He can save whoever he wants to save whenever yeah. he wants to save them. I am not saying he has to do it through baptism. My only thought, though, is is if you truly are a Christian, if you're truly coming to Christ and to other believers saying, I'm a Christian, but you're saying, I don't want to be baptized, I'm going to have to have a discussion of why don't you want to be baptized? Is it out of this fact of like, you don't think that you should? Or is it coming out of this fact of like, you're not really aware or, or, or sure of what's going on and you need to be more sure? It's 
not something that I think is a requirement, but it is something that I would say is commanded by God. And so why wouldn't we want to do? Jesus says, do as I did. Paul says, do as I did. They were both baptized. We're not saying it's a requirement, but like. Why wouldn't you? That's my only thought. It's in the same vein as Jesus says to love your neighbor. right? (laughs) So it's if you're not loving your neighbor, you're not doing what Jesus did. Yeah. So therefore you're not. Yeah. Okay. So what but what we are saying is, is I don't understand. And I don't have to understand how that all works. Yeah. Right. When when I'm baptizing somebody, I just see me putting somebody in water. Mm -hmm. Right. That's all I'm seeing. But somehow Paul says that when you're baptized, that's what's actually going on. Like that is just as reality as me putting the person in water. That's that's a mystery. And that's that's I'm not going to pretend like I understand that. I just. I'm trying to be faithful to what I read in the scripture. It says things that are hard to understand that I can't fathom. I can't make the world in six days. I can't make a new heavens and new earth. I can't turn water into wine. I can't raise myself from the dead. I don't know the science of how that would work, but I know that's what scripture says. And so I know that's what I believe. Yeah. And I view the same, we view the same thing with baptism. I don't understand how by dunking somebody in water, just to be a little funny about it, like you're dunking some person in water that they're dying with Christ, being buried with him and becoming a new creation. Yeah. I don't, I don't get that, but I don't have to understand that for it to be true. So if you guys have found this week's video helpful so far, just go ahead and make sure that you like subscribe and comment down below anything or what your baptism looks like. Comment down there below letting us know what you think about so far what we've said about baptism. Now, the last thing we really want to say is when we say that it is a divine mystery, it's not me trying to use some cop out of, oh, well, I'm just, I just want to believe this and I'm not trying to reconcile with scripture. No, yeah, I, I wrestle I, with scripture. I am wrestling with scripture and I've wrestled with it and I'm like, gosh, like there's these two polar ends where you get people who are like so fixated on baptism it's like the end all be all yeah and then you get other christians who are like ash just a metaphor it's not really it's like just taking a holy shower you know it's like whatever (laughs) and i'm just not in that camp i'm like dude it is so serious like something is happening there that is like supernatural yeah like god is supernaturally working in that moment there's something there but at the same time i'm also like i don't think like if somebody sprinkles you versus baptizes you, like like well, see submerges, submerges you. you. See, I grew up with full submersion, so I think of that as baptism. But um, like if somebody sprinkles you or fully dunks you, like I don't think that one person is more baptized than the other person. But I do think I I would also like to make the comment that like it is a very I don't want to say serious, but it's something that also shouldn't just be like, oh, I'm going to get a cannonball and jump in this pool and now I'm baptized. Like it should be something that you're doing within unity and within the body of Christ. It is something that is spiritual in a sense because you're dying with Christ and being raised again, whether that, you know, some people think is metaphorical. Some people think it's literal. I, I mean, I believe that in the spiritual you are literally dying with Christ and being raised again with him. For me, it's something that like you 
we should take it a little bit serious, yeah. you know, right? I would think yeah. that we should take it a little bit more serious or have a little bit of reverence for what is going on. And another huge point is that like, it shouldn't be done just like when we talk about communion, like it shouldn't be something that's done that we're just like willy nilly doing with whomever, but it should be done with people that we are truly one in Christ with, that we've built a relationship with because we just go to these buildings. You guys are just going to these buildings that people have no idea, no relationship with the pastor he's dunking them go out and they have no idea what struggles what sins what issues you're having you have no one to call you have no one to go to and this goes back to the fact that like we have got to be building relationship building tribes of people that we have in our corner so that we can go to them those people are the people that we should be talking to about baptism and seeing can you baptize me will you baptize me there's no requirements for who has to baptize you except the fact that it's a believer who's baptized yeah. who's baptized who loves jesus and you have a relationship with yeah. And so, I mean, I think that's really all we have. So let us know what you guys think in the comments below. And make sure to like, subscribe. And if you want to get into contact with us, email us at meetthemcallisters at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. And yeah. Pray you have a good week. See ya.